Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. I do think this is a big win for Antonio Brown. I think if you look at this scenario, there are three people involved in in this trade. Antonio Brown, the player, the Raiders who are making the decision to trade for him, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think it remains to be seen whether the Raiders got uh, any substantial asset in terms of the team becoming a lot better. But I think Antonio Brown certainly won and I think the Pittsburgh Steelers certainly lost with the Raiders kind of hanging in the middle ground there. Antonio Brown won in a big way, and I went over these numbers earlier, but I'm just I'm just stunned by how well he managed to come out of this situation. He goes from $0 as Antonio Brown to just over $30 million guaranteed. He gets an $11 million raise over three years. And he gets a now four-year contract, which will be worth $79.2 million. That's 19.8 annual preferred per year, which makes Antonio Brown the third highest paid player outside of the quarterback position in the NFL behind Khalil Mack and behind Aaron Donald. Uh, Antonio Brown wins in a big way. The Steelers lose I think in a big way they only have a third and a fifth round pick in exchange for him plus at least for this one year going forward Antonio Brown won't be playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers and he will count 21 million dollars against their salary cap which is more than any other wide receiver will count for the actual team he's playing for in 2019 so that kind of puts it all into context Danny G you're a Raider fan what would you put this on the scale of 1 to 10 from a Raider perspective? We know that Antonio Brown won. Yeah. We know that the Steelers lost. To me, the only uncertainty here is exactly where the Raiders fit in in terms of this overall deal. Well, it's a really good start for Mike Mayock, who we all know is a sharp guy but didn't have any experience in the front office of an NFL team. So this uh, is a really good first move for him. John Gruden's a really good fit for now with Antonio Brown. We know there's a lot of respect between the two of those guys. Last year, when you know Gruden didn't even know Antonio Brown would be available, he was on record as saying when he visited teams as a broadcaster, he thought Antonio Brown was the hardest worker he ever saw in a practice. 
And then the bromance between Antonio Brown and Derek Carr, I mentioned right here on the show last week. So we know the two of them get along. Now, you mentioned if they can't get the ball to Brown enough, that might start some waves. But Gruden seems to be the the type of coach where he's brought in veteran receivers in the past, like Jerry Rice and Andre Risen and Keyshawn Johnson in Tampa Bay, and he got them the damn ball. He was able to do that. He seems like the type of coach where he tells these veteran receivers, look, I'll get you your touches, I'll get you the ball, but you got to do this X, Y, Z for me. So as long as he could keep that going good with Antonio Brown, hopefully his erratic behavior he showed in the past on the sideline will keep to a minimum. Here's the question. I have is this a sign that John Gruden believes in Derek Carr or is this because the Raiders still have a bunch of first round picks is this a smokescreen and they could still be interested in Kyler Murray or someone else in that you know first round area to package some of those picks and go get a quarterback too do you think because to me when I see this I think if you're going to trade for Antonio Brown and I said this all last week I said, you have to know who your quarterback is, in my opinion, and you probably want him to be a veteran because I don't want to bring in a rookie quarterback and have him have to deal with the pressure of trying to get the ball to Antonio Brown. I just don't think it makes sense. I didn't think it made sense for the Bills, and we talked about this on Friday, for Josh Allen in year two to suddenly have to deal with Antonio Brown. I think you need a veteran quarterback to deal with him. I see this as a pretty good vote. Maybe I'm wrong but a pretty good endorsement for the idea that John Gruden could believe in Derek Carr. You buying that or no? Buying that. In fact, when the season was ending last year, I said that I think the second half of that season proved that Derek Carr was getting Gruden's system. It took half the season for him to get there with Gruden, but quietly in that second half of the season, Derek Carr was starting to look like his old self a little bit. He finished the season with over 4,000 throwing yards. Not enough touchdowns to make Raider fans happy, but hopefully that'll improve now. You've seen that stat being kicked around where Antonio Brown himself had more touchdowns than all the wide receivers on the Raiders put together last season. Derek Carr does need to get that ball down the field. Now, so what the Raiders really need to focus on in this offseason besides their defense, which a lot of those draft picks are going to go to get some solid players, some good players on D. But they also need to beef up that offensive line. So Derek Carr has time to throw. He can kind of get rid of that happy feet. He's had a big problem the past season and a half with you know, taking hits or thinking he's going to take a hit even when there's no one near him. So if the Raiders can... Get that O-line. They had a couple of rookies on the line last season. It looks like now they're going to move Parker to the inside because they've agreed with the Jets to to send uh, Osemele over. So that clears up a lot of cap space, which started the rumors yesterday that they could be in the hunt to get Le'Veon Bell to bring the Killer Bees back together. Now, if they could get a star running back and beef up that offensive line so that Derek Carr really feels protected, he'll have time to get Antonio Brown the ball down the field, which will be fun to watch. We'll talk about this more and continue to unpack the move. I'll bring in Eddie Garcia, who is a Steelers fan, and get his vibe on this. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Want to bring in Eddie Garcia, who is a Steeler fan here, and get his take. Le'Veon Bell has receded into the background, although come uh, the 13th, he will be, which is uh, what Wednesday at 4 o'clock Eastern when the NFL uh, uh, free agency officially begins there will be probably a substantial rush to figure out where he is going to end up. And certainly the Steelers in general. If you look at the NFL, you can make a strong case that the exit of Le'Veon Bell, his refusal to play, sitting out when he was going to be franchise tagged, everything surrounding Le'Veon Bell, in conjunction with Antonio Brown, is as bad of a mismanagement, disagreement, discord situation as we have seen with star players in the NFL in a very very long time and I know that Mike Tomlin has had a lot of success with the Steelers but he has to bear some of the blame for effectively I mean think about this crazy crazily from a Steelers perspective effectively Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown are going to walk and in exchange for those two guys you're going to get a third and a fifth round player uh, draft picks So maybe those third and fifth rounders will turn out to be studs, but that's about as bad of a talent loss as a team has had in recent uh, history that I can remember. Now, 
certainly the other aspect of this is they became such malcontents, such issues in the locker room that I think a lot of Steeler fans are like, yeah, Antonio Brown, good riddance. And it's fair to say and point out the Steelers have been phenomenal at drafting wide receivers in general. Juju Smith-Schuster may step in based on how he performed with Antonio Brown out. And it may be a case that the Steelers don't even miss Antonio Brown at all. Maybe maybe they can go out and draft somebody uh, early and they'll bring in another stud and Steeler fans won't even miss him. And certainly James Conner came in and played really well with Le'Veon Bell out and all that. And maybe there'll be less drama and more success for the Steelers this upcoming season. But in general... That's about as mismanaged of a locker room situation as you can have when you have an all-pro running back who refuses to play for you and an all-pro wide receiver who refuses to play for you as well. Something is broken in the Steeler locker room. What's the vibe right now you think, Eddie Garcia, for Steeler fans out there? Well, I will definitely agree with you that losing two incredibly talented players like that uh, in back-to-back years is unbelievable when you and getting nothing for them pretty much yeah pretty much but i don't know what the steelers could have done differently um levion bell wanted a new contract and they weren't going to pay him the money he wanted i don't think any team in the nfl would have paid him the money he's looking for he's looking for number one wide receiver money because he doesn't feel he's just a running back he feels he is a playmaker and he needs to be paid at a certain level that no running back's getting paid at other than, I guess, maybe Todd Gurley. But I think the Rams might even be looking back on that and thinking that was a mistake. But I don't know what the Steelers could have done differently. Uh, and apparently, I mean, uh, Antonio Brown, they placated him for many years for a lot of the things he did and let him get away with it, and which was fine. Things on the sidelines and arguments and you know live streaming uh, locker room speeches after games. He did all kinds of things they didn't like, but they let him get away with it because he's so talented. But not showing up for practices and walkthroughs at the end of the season and then basically showing up at the game and say, oh, I'm ready to play now. And then, they, of course, they had to say, well, you're not going to play because you haven't shown up as you're required to do. I don't, I don't know what else Mike Tomlin could have done differently in that whole situation. It is interesting that I do think that Mike Tomlin, yes, you can say, look, I don't know what he could have done differently. But the, the question would be, how do you allow it to get to that point? Right. Once everything is broken and Antonio Brown is throwing a fit and he and Ben Roethlisberger are not getting along, usually when you get to the point where you have an eruption, there's several different steps along the way where you could theoretically step in and try to stop that eruption from happening. Now, maybe Antonio Brown is going to go to the Raiders and John Gruden is going to be so great at managing him and his ego that he's going to have no issues whatsoever. Maybe he's going to be happy with this new contract that he's got. But that to me will be a really interesting test because I don't know that we've ever seen anything like this purely from a Steeler perspective where you have a guy as good as Le'Veon Bell leaving with no compensation and choosing to sit out for an entire season. And you have a guy as good as Antonio Brown effectively leaving with no compensation. Because I think getting a third and fifth round pick I think if you told the Steelers right now, and I'm curious if you'd agree with this, uh, Eddie Garcia, if you told them you don't get the third and the fifth round pick, but you don't have to take on Antonio Brown's 20 mil, 21 million plus contract uh, you know, next year, don't you think the Steelers would infinitely rather have the 21 million to spend than they would the third and the fifth round pick? I don't know that because the Steelers traditionally are not a team that or an organization that is active in free agency. They usually build their team through the draft, and they usually draft pretty well, as you talked about with some of their wide receivers in the past. So with with most teams, I would agree with you, but I'm not sure the Steelers fit the mold for that. Well, the, re- the reason why I'm saying that is if they would agree to that, I think that cancels out the $21 million that you have to take on for net this coming season and still have him on the salary cap books. I think it tra- cancels out the third and the fifth round pick such that we're left basically with the Steelers losing Le'Veon Bell and losing Antonio Brown and getting absolutely nothing for them. You know, they basically just allowed them to walk out because of the salary cap situation. I think the third and fifth round picks are effectively canceled out. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Interesting story in the NBA. The Golden State Warriors last night lost to the tanking and awful Phoenix Suns. Now, to be fair to the Phoenix Suns, they've actually won a decent number of games here lately. They managed to beat the Milwaukee Bucks, who are the overall number one seed right now in the Eastern Conference, and they just beat on the road the Golden State Warriors, the number one team in the Western Conference. During that game, there was a video. uh, Steve Kerr was caught on the sideline 
saying, I'm so sick of Draymond, basically. Uh, if you haven't seen that video, it was uh, it was pretty interesting to see just because, uh, <laughs> I mean, it kind of eliminates uh, everything about uh, the, that story. So, uh, and, and, and what's going on there? Draymond Green, obviously, is part of the, uh, the big-time talent that is on the Golden State Warriors. And so, there's the question out there. And in fact, I think we have audio from Clay Thompson lamenting the way that the crowd responded in Oracle. But there's the question out there of whether or not the Golden State Warriors are just bored with the regular season. They've got whatever it is, 15 or 18 games left in the regular season until the NBA playoffs start. And they're just going through the motions or whether this is symptomatic of larger issues at play for the Golden State uh, Warriors. And I'm not sure exactly what the storyline is here, but when you got your coach on the sideline talking about how sick he is of one of your top players, when you've got a little bit of a feud, it seems, going on between Steve Kerr and Kevin Durant over what exactly the motivation is for the team to be playing well, the Warriors are still right now the number one seed in the West, but it does definitely does not feel like a really joyous basketball season so far this year for the Golden State Warriors. And maybe it's just going through the motions. It's a long season. The Warriors have won a lot of titles. They feel like they have a pretty good claim on uh, on championships. And so there isn't a reason to really care that much about March basketball or even April basketball. And that could go for a lot of the NBA overall. But I thought these comments from Clay Thompson were pretty strange. That, look, you're the, what, three of the last four years you've won the championship. The only year that you lost the championship, you lost game seven at home. This is the last year you're going to be playing at Oracle until you move into a new arena in San Francisco. But it's strange to me that Clay Thompson would be upset by the way the crowd is responding when you guys just lost to the worst team in the NBA at home. Here is Clay Thompson. I expect our crowd to be a little more into it too. Like I know it's not the playoffs, but it is our last go around at Oracle. At least you can stand up or something. We make a good play, especially in the beginning. We need that energy, especially this time of the year. It's hard to conjure up energy every single night because you're looking forward to the playoffs and that run. So we expect our fans to kind of, you know, bring that from the jump. You can't. I mean, it's like us though. You can't bring it every night, but still, it helps when it doesn't matter if we're playing the Suns or the. Bucks, whoever it is, we need that energy from them because we feed off that. That's Clay Thompson. Do you guys, I want to bring in the crew because I think I I opened off the first hour and I said the NBA storyline as we come down towards the close of the regular season, it's amazing how quickly the Lakers have just gotten tossed on the garbage bin of refuse, right? The Lakers and their playoff chase and everything else, LeBron, no longer a story. We're turning the page. I think that was the big story for basically the last month was, were the Lakers going to be able to make the playoffs? Now the Lakers are not going to be able to make the playoffs. Injuries, LeBron James, basically a non-factor here. He's going to step off the stage. And I think the big question that's going to be lingering out there is, are the Golden State Warriors good enough? Uh, do they care enough to still be considered a prohibitive favorite in the NBA once the playoffs begin. Golden State, I mean, really has gone through the motions throughout this season, but you look at them right now, and even with that awful home defeat to, let's be honest, an awful team, they're still in really good shape. It seems like every now and then they just decide to tell the Denver Nuggets, hey, we can beat you guys whenever we want we're not going to allow you necessarily to have overall home uh, court advantage, but they don't really seem to care about whether they even have home court advantage. Uh, right now, the Bucks have the best record in basketball. The Raptors have the second best record in basketball. The Golden State Warriors have the third best record, uh, but they're 45 and 21. And again, uh, with 16 games to play, do you think there's any reason at all to be nervous? Their record at home and away is basically the exact same. They're going to be, it would appear, the number one seed and the be the number one seed in the Western Conference. But again, I they're playing as if they don't really care about this at all. Danny G, any reason at all to be nervous if you are a Golden State Warrior fan that this is potentially not going to be another championship? Vegas is telling us right now. There's zero to worry about. They are minus 220 
to win uh, the NBA title, which is about where they've been all year, a prohibitive favorite. Is there any reason to hit the panic button? No, I I don't think so. I think this just proves our point. We've talked about it on the show before, how we all agree, all of us, that the NBA season is just too long. Yeah. This proves it. The Warriors checked out weeks ago. And imagine if the season was shorter, we would have had all the LeBron drama at the end of what the season should have been. I mean, if the season starts at Christmas and, say, ended two weeks ago, how exciting would that have been? Instead, we have all these extra weeks where teams are just going through the motions. You don't know if star players are going to play enough. So families who spend their hard-earned money on tickets to see some of these stars don't even get to watch them play at the end of the season. There's now this what they're calling load management now, which is a joke. And we see this every single NBA season. My favorite season of all time was the strike-shortened NBA season. That was my favorite season because it felt right. That amount of time was what the NBA regular season should be. So what I'm thinking is, because NBA tickets are expensive anyways, I know the owners don't want to lose money off of these regular season games. Could we just put some kind of tax onto NBA regular season tickets so that they still recoup some of that money, but the season is shortened down to where it should be. In a perfect world, how long do you think the NBA regular season should be? 50 games. Honestly, I mean, I think you could knock out 30 of the NBA games, and uh, and, and if you went with 50 games, I think that probably would be around, like, you just think about the way that that would space itself out, a 50-game NBA regular season. I mean, the problem in general is right now you play 82 games to eliminate 14 teams, right? 16 teams advance to the postseason. So there are 30 NBA teams. You play 82 games to eliminate less than half the league. And then you have a long playoff period uh, where, let's be honest, it's not like it's hockey where when you get into the NBA playoffs, you have a lot of upsets where an eight seed suddenly shocks a one seed. It happens every, 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 every now and then, and much less uh, frequently now because it used to be a five game. You guys remember out there who are longtime basketball fans, used to be a five game opening round uh, NBA series, and then they took that away when you had some upsets like the Denver Nuggets knocking out, uh, I think it was the Sonics the years years past. And every now and then you get a Golden State Warriors with Don Nelson knocking out. I think that was the Dallas Mavericks were the number one overall seed years and years ago. But by and large, uh, the the top teams advance in the NBA. So I think if you had a 50-game regular season, that's probably about what the number should be instead of 82. I think that the games would matter a lot more. I don't think you would ever have best players just sitting games out. I mean, this is this is what's crazy. And I maybe am particularly attuned to it because we do a daily gambling show. It's almost impossible to bet NBA regular season because a lot of times you don't know who's going to even play even on the day of the game. And uh, I think if that's the case, if you have all these guys sitting out games and you hit on it, I mean, I think that's a major issue for families. If you're saving up for to take your family to a game to go watch your favorite player and then he doesn't play. I mean, I think we know in Major League Baseball because there's 162 games that occasionally guys sit out of Major League Baseball games. But at least uh, it seems like there's a, a lot of affordable tickets in Major League Baseball. You can sit way up in the bleacher seats and, and, and way up at the top in Major League Baseball and not have to pay that much. The NBA is really expensive. Uh, for an average family of four or five, you're taking your kids, your wife, everybody else. Um, so I, I think that's a I think that's a major issue. Uh, but uh, other rest of the crew, do you guys feel like it is a concern, Eddie Garcia? Is there any reason why, with the Warriors now sitting at 45 and 20, and you know complaining about their fans and losing at home to uh, to the Phoenix Suns? Do you still feel like the Warriors are a prohibitive favorite, or do you think there's something uh, something wrong here? No, I'm not ready to go there yet. I still think they are definitely the favorite. I still think they have the ability 
to turn it on when it matters most. And, I mean, Kevin Durant did leave that game when it was tied in the fourth quarter and didn't return. I'm sure that didn't help things down the stretch. Maybe if he stays in the game, maybe if he's healthy, they end up winning that game. And Phoenix, uh, they beat Milwaukee, the best, the team with the best record in the league the other night. So they're not a pushover of late. But, no, I'm not ready to hit the panic button if I'm a, if I'm a Warriors fan. What do you think about the sweet spot for the number of games that should be played? Yeah, I would say around 60, 50 to 60 would be would be good. Yeah, I mean, in general. I mean, that's basically twice what you play in college basketball. And I feel like there aren't that many people who watch college basketball and say, hey, you know, what we need is 30 more college basketball games. I mean, I, I think that would be pretty crazy. And obviously, the reason they do it is for money. But I think at some point, the money starts to dilute your overall brand value and when you got guys sitting out for a new phrase called load management, I mean, I think that's a big issue. Dub, what would you do? The, do the Warriors have anything to be afraid of? And what would be like the sweet spot for an NBA regular season? Yeah, no concern for the Warriors. I mean, these guys don't care about these regular season games. Once the playoff starts, they'll turn it on. And uh, to me, I, th- I think around 60 to 65 games would be a sweet spot for me. I think that gives, you know, teams a chance to play everybody in the other conference at least once and, you know, maybe play uh, two or three games against uh, the teams in your own conference. Yeah, I don't know if they would ever do it. Um, I, I do feel like, uh, in general, as there are more and more entertainment options out there, this could become a major issue for the NBA in terms of, if I'm going to sit back and watch the latest episode of Ozarks or an NBA regular season game, if I don't feel like the team cares, why should I care? That's kind of my big big thing in general for the regular season. If I feel like, and that's why I don't even like betting on NBA regular season right now, and I've, I've spent a lot of time betting the NBA regular season more so than usual. Uh, I like to bet the NBA playoffs because you know you're going to get a top uh, effort. But if I compare it with, uh, with college basketball, I feel like the college basketball kids may lose, but they're basically giving their all. They only play a couple of games a week. I feel like you're going to get their A-game effort, certainly down the stretch of the season. And I feel the same thing is true, certainly, about college football in the NFL. And I don't think it's any coincidence that both college football and the NFL are much more popular than the NBA because you may not you don't know what's going to happen but it's not very often you watch a team play and you say oh that team just had no interest in playing at all um and any of the nfl or college football they can play poorly but it's not very often you're like hey that team would have if they could have voted they would have chosen not to play this game uh and i feel like that about the nba a lot Uh, roberto what number is the sweet spot for you like if you were in charge of the nba right now and you could pick a number what would be that number 62 62 instead of 82. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a fair approximation. Uh, all right. When we come back, so in general and also our consensus is that none of this matters. Basically, that all the Warriors losing at home. Yeah, they're just going through the motions To right the now. Phoenix Suns. I mean, think about the way that we would handle this if, say, like we did. I mean, the New England Patriots lose a home game. Everybody's talking. If they lost, if the New England Patriots lost a home game to the worst team in the NFL – it would be a major, like, all-hands-on-deck moment. And if your team, even if they are uh, not that good, lost a home team, a home game in the NFL to the worst team in the entire league, it would be an oh-my-God moment. We're going to have to fire the coach. What's gone wrong? It happens in the NBA, and everybody just shrugs their shoulders. And I think that's because there's not a lot of drama and also because the season is just way too long. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We talk with Auburn men's basketball coach Bruce Pearl, who we are going to call for you right now. We will have him back with you. Auburn right now, if you look at the bracket matrix, which I love to do, kind of the bracket project overall, to get a sense on where guys are slotted in, Auburn right now is right now let's see the this is everybody who rates teams they have them as a six seed right at around the top 25 team Bruce Pearl when you hear Auburn is a six seed does that sound about right how would you assess your team as you head into the SEC basketball tournament hey Clay, good morning uh yeah I think that's about right um you know we're 17 in the net uh which is uh which is what they say they're going to use as far as slotting teams, and it gets us closer to the 4-5 line. But I do think we're probably going to be more a 5-6 at this point. And you know what? You play your way into um, you know whatever city you possibly can get to. Uh, the key to advancing in tournament play is matchups and seating. So the seating is really important. When you So you had a lot of success, six straight NCAA tournaments with Tennessee. Then you have to sit out a couple of years. You go to Auburn, you go... Uh, 15 and 20, 11 and 20, and then in year three, you go 18 and 14, but I believe that was 13th, 13th, and 11th in the SEC. 
did mm-hmm. you start to doubt yourself at all during those three years? Yeah, I, I, I would. Uh, I would take that in my last year. Uh, uh, by that third year, I had a really good young team, um, and that was a foundation. That was Jared Harper's freshman year, um, Mustafa Heron's freshman year, uh, Austin Wiley had a half a semester with us, and it wasn't all working like it had at Tennessee or at Milwaukee or at Southern Indiana. And I, I, I did uh, have to question, you know, not have I lost the mojo? Um, is is what I'm doing now that I was doing back at Tennessee? Is that not working anymore? You know what is it? And um, you know, in reality, that's not true. It, it, it wasn't the mojo. It wasn't the system. Um, it was just taking time to change a culture. It was taking time to to, to um, we had done we had done we had been we'd not been competitive at Auburn for many many years. That takes time to change that locker room about how we train how we study, how we serve in a community, how we compete, how we handle adversity. And, um, and, and I think that we're beginning to experience the fruits of that labor now. Uh, you got the SEC championship in year four, um, and obviously you're, you're going to make the NCAA tournament again now in year five. Uh, did you change anything? Because I always think that's interesting is you had a lot of success at Tennessee, six straight NCAA tournaments. You had a lot of success at Wisconsin-Milwaukee, and eventually, uh, you know, I know you built up and, and had a lot of success in, in the lower levels there in Evansville. It's Southern Indiana, I believe it was. Did yep. you change anything at Auburn? Like when you go back and you reassess, because I think for a lot of people out there, especially in coaching, but I think this is instructive for people, whatever they do in their life, you can have a lot of success and then suddenly you, you kind of tap out or whatever and you start to say, well, what am I doing differently? Do I need to change anything? How do you self-assess? How, how do you do something like that to get to the next level? And I think it's fair to say you've taken Auburn basketball to the next level when you're winning SEC championships there. You know, you, you, uh, nobody is harder on you than you. Um, nobody's harder on your offense or what you're doing defensively. And we watch a lot of tape. And so you're, you're constantly looking at other systems and other ways of doing things. And we're always, we're always begging, borrowing, and stealing. We're always robbing from one another. Oh, that's a good look. And that's a, I'm going to run that Rick Barnes out of bounds play. I mean, that was, and so, you, you, but the question is, does it all fit? Can you put it all together in a system and a philosophy? Now, one of the things, that, one thing that does make things change are the rules. When the rules change, you got to change. And so, um, when they, uh, there are a lot of rules right now in college basketball that don't let you full court press. And Clay, if you remember at Tennessee, we were always a 94 foot team as far as how we pressed. Well, they basically virtually ruled trapping out of the game. And I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that's the way the rules are. And so we were no longer able to uh, be as aggressive in our full court defense. So you know what I did? I started to be more aggressive in the man and the drop back. I, I had to learn to change defenses more. Um, and keep people off balance, and still create tempo with our half-court not defense, not just our full-court defense. And that was a big adjustment. We're talking to Auburn men's basketball coach Bruce Pearl. Uh, Bruce, I, one of the things that I'm fascinated by is the rise of the three-pointer in basketball in general. Certainly in the NBA, it has changed the game completely. I believe your guys shot 34 threes uh, against Tennessee, and really in the second half, you got hot, and that's what won you the game. Uh, what's the right number of threes to shoot? Do you go into a game with an idea of, hey, we need to shoot X number of threes in a game? And what's it feel like as a coach? Because it seems to me like three-point shooting is very much a rhythmic-based thing where you can miss eight or nine in a row and then you hit five in a row. It has to kind of change the philosophy of how you coach, right? Because those baskets are so valuable that if you string a few together, it can change everything. There's no question. I mean, look, mathematically... Uh, analytically, uh, the three ball makes sense. Clay, I've always been a fan of the inside three point play. That's the best play in basketball and one. And, um, but the second best play, uh, is the open three point shot. Um, it, uh, I think it's not so many, how many we need to take, but when we make 10 or more, you know, we win. And, um, and so what does it take to make 10 or more? It's an open shot. If you think, what do you do defensively? Defensively, we try and make people make tough twos. We try and make them make contested twos, tough shots, and score over us. I'm hopeful that most of the three balls we shoot are open shots, maybe late contests off a short closeout. 
So if we're shooting outside threes and inside threes, I think that's the best of both worlds, and that's the kind of try to offense spread, spread ball screen. Um, you know, have guys. One of the keys would be: can you teach, or can you allow, um, or can, or do you have the guts to let your big kids shoot the basketball? And can you recruit that way? My bigs have always faced. They've always been. Wayne Trism was a great example of one of the best shooting big guys in the SEC way, way back in the day. And this whole three-point thing, this is not new for me. I've been do, We've been doing it this way for a long, long time. And uh, it just, the rest of the country's now just, get, the Golden State Warriors are really just now catching up to me. That's what, <laughs> that's what, it, that's what it comes down to. We're talking to, uh, to Bruce Pearl. Be honest. Do you wish, as big of a win as it was for Auburn on Saturday, do you wish you had been knocking Kentucky or LSU out of a share of the SEC championship yep. instead of Tennessee? Yep. Yeah, honestly, yes. Um, because of Tennessee, because of Rick Barnes, because of the way that team's built. I told Rick, um, I said, listen, before the game, I said, you know, you may or may not be the best team in the league or in the country, but I can tell you that you're the best coached and you're the best prepared um, that, 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 in this year. Um, and, and, and I think that um, Tennessee has got great talent, but I think Kentucky, LSU, I might even, I might even throw Mississippi State in there, um, uh, might be as talented, maybe more, but, but they play so purposefully. They, they value possessions. Uh, they play hard defensively. They're physical. Um, I think Rick and I think Rick's done a, uh, the, uh, the best job in the league this year from that standpoint. How good is the SEC this year? This week, uh, you're headed to Nashville. There are, I think, a lot of teams that feel like they have a shot to win the SEC basketball tournament. You got three top ten teams in Tennessee, in Kentucky, and in LSU. How good is this conference? Well, look, Clay, the difference between this year and last year. Last year, Tennessee and Auburn were the two best teams in the league. But we, we went into the tournament limping with seven scholarship players that were healthy and eligible and, um, and had an amazing year a year ago. But we were not built to represent the SEC as the number one seed uh, in the conference tournament or in the NCAA tournament with, with uh, gosh, I think we were a four. We were. Um, and then, uh, but, but this year, going into the tournament, as, as a tied for fourth in the SEC instead of tied for first a year ago, we might be a little better than we were a year ago going into the tournament. So that means that the three or four teams that are above us are a lot better. I mean, LSU, uh, uh, Kentucky, and Tennessee are all built to all have a chance to get to the Final Four. Now, who knows what happens with LSU and that roster? Uh, Kentucky, uh, this is one of the best jobs John Calipari's ever done, in my opinion. Uh, He's got a group of guys. the, the, The difference is he's always had great talent. But but one of the things he uh, he got when he, in recruiting, all right. Keldon Johnson is a warrior and a competitor, all right. Uh, Tyler Euro wants to win. Uh, Ashton Higgins is a completely different kind of point guard than we've had before. Better defensively than offensively, and a playmaker. And 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 he brought in some dudes that were great off the court as well as on the court. John's always had to kind of take a bunch of all stars and mold them into team players. He had some all-stars that already came in as team players, and he's done a brilliant job with Kentucky. I, I Bet on Kentucky. I'm just telling you, bet on Kentucky. They're, 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 to me, they're the team that still has the greatest upside of all the teams in our league. So those three teams in our league do have a chance to get to the Final Four, and we didn't have that a year ago. When you prepare for the, uh, for the tournament, you mentioned LSU. How do you factor in Will Wade being out? How do you factor in who might or might not be playing for LSU? I know you've been through some of these problems yourself over the years, but usually I don't think most of it has happened necessarily right in the middle of the season to suddenly be changing a coach and things like that. How do you prep for that? Now, trust me, it's, it's a lot more difficult to lose a player than a coach. Um, I mean, uh, those are the guys out there scoring, rebounding, and playing. Uh, you know, I, I think that uh, and Will's, Will's done a great job. Look, when I was out of coaching, I'll tell you a quick story, Clay. When I was out of coaching, um, Will, Will Wade was a, was a head coach at Tennessee Chattanooga. And I uh, was, um, you know, I, I was out. 
And I went down, I called him, and I said, hey, well, this is Bruce Pearl. Uh, and I had never really met him. I said, I'd like to come watch you practice. And he's like, what is Bruce Pearl doing coming to watch me practice? I'm at Tennessee Chattanooga. Just saying, I recognize talent, recognize his ability. When he was there, then he was doing really good stuff offensively. And doesn't surprise me to see the success he's had. But like when you have an injury, Clay, next man up. You've got to prepare your roster and your staff for the next man up. And so how are we going to be able to, um, you know, do it without uh, Javante Smart if, if we don't have him or without our coach? And, and that's how they'll proceed. And they're deep and they're really talented. The, uh, the impact of something like that, when you look back on your career now, the, it seems to me that you got, and I've been saying this for years, and I know you haven't said it as much because you, you obviously can't talk about it as much. But when you look back on it now, do you feel like, my God, like the fact that I was out of coaching for three years was was crazy when you look at some of the things that are going on in the world of college basketball and for it being a, a cookout? I mean, of all the things, I mean, do you think about that at all now or have you just completely put that behind you? No, Clay, I, I still think about it, but you've got to own it. Uh, the most important thing I can do is, is lead um, by being accountable. Uh, by regardless of whether it was a cookout or or, or what it was, um, um, you know you got to be accountable for the mistake and and whatever the the mistake is, there's some errors in judgment. They come with a punishment. Now, you know, has the punishments that have been handed out been inconsistent? Um, yes, I, I you know, did did Tennessee. Uh, how did Tennessee handle it when when I'm out there working for the university? in a very difficult capacity, a very challenging capacity. Um, when it was all said and done, did they stand by me? And the answer is no. They, um, they, they, they decided as part of their penalty, they would go ahead and fire their coach um, and move forward. And, and, you know, sometimes in life, you've got to make those decisions in leadership. But sometimes I think there are a lot of times when, when if you are, um, can see past that, uh, maintain some level of loyalty, sometimes you get rewarded for that, too. So while I want to be completely accountable for my, my mistakes and said, hey, I put myself in that position, I didn't take care of the program as best I possibly could. You could also look to all the other things that we did and said and put it in perspective. Tennessee could have stayed with me, and they chose not to. They did not need to fire me, and they did. Uh, we're talking to Bruce Pearl. One of the things that I think is challenging, you mentioned the difficulty of players and, and whether or not you know when you have an injury – uh, Duke has got Zion Williamson. And I know you're not just a, a, a great coach. You're also a huge college basketball fan. How would you approach a guy like Zion getting hurt? If you, were, if you had the good fortune to have that, that man-child that you were coaching this year and you had him at Auburn and he, and he hurts his knee like he did down the stretch, and you can see, obviously, how impactful he is for a team like Duke, how do you approach the player injury looking ahead? You've had guys go into the NBA too. Give the best advice for both the player and the team simultaneously. How much of a conflict can that sometimes be? Uh, the, the best way to handle it is it's a real simple question. You handle it just like you would handle any other student athlete. You know, you let the trainers and the doctors tell you when they're ready. You're, 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 you're the coach. And when they're ready, you play them. And you don't exercise a greater level of caution because this player may be the first player picked in the draft than you would uh, another player. The, I, I just you know, the only thing that would make it different would be maybe somebody in their senior year uh, at the end of their career that was not going to go on and play professionally, and 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 they were willing to rush back through something and pay play through a little pain or whatever. There's a difference between pain and injury. If he's injured, he can't play. And if you treat them all the same in that regard, then you put that, then that's the best possible solution. And I don't want to hear about the fact that that uh, that he should have shut it down. Let me tell you something. Going to Zion Williamson was a terrific high school player from Spartanburg, South Carolina. The world did not know about him. The NBA did not have him as the number one player taken. And now they, they they would have figured it out, but they figured it out at Duke. They figured it out. Now his marketability is a hundred times what it was in clay. You know the difference between being uh, in a small market, uh, working your way up through the, you know, through, the, through the ranks, and then all of a sudden getting into Nashville, people recognizing the ability and the talent, and then all of a sudden, boom, some different doors open for you. You know, uh, you weren't one and done. 
and and you didn't have to shut it down. You had to actually prove that you weren't listening to, and and your opinions mattered. And 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 so stop with the with 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 this college stuff doesn't do these kids any good. That is that is not accurate. And 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 and, and when it come to one and done, you know the one and done thing is not broke. It's 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 not because when when those Kentucky kids from from you know years they lose in the the NCAA tournament. And there's tears in that locker room because they know they got to go to the NBA and they can't go back to Kentucky. And they didn't win a national championship in Kentucky. Tells you those kids loved what they were at. They've always got a landing place. Zion Williamson, if he, if his, he's going to have a great NBA career, but let's say that knee is broke. Let's say it, it, it's, it's not, but let's say it is. He's always going to be able to go back to Duke. He's going to get his education. And, and, and it's a great thing to have, whether he becomes a star or not. Cam Newton came back to Auburn and, and, and is an Auburn man and graduated. He only played for Auburn for one year. But I guarantee you, yeah, he may end his career with the Panthers, and I hope he does, but he's still an Auburn man because of his year here and his ability to come back and get a degree. That system is working. Bruce Pearl, what is I watched the Kentucky game with you guys, and you almost came back and won that one. You had Charles Barkley baseline. I think you're as good as anybody – about making a big-time event happen in an arena. I mean, just an exciting, vibrant, exhilarating experience. What's Charles Barkley worked to Auburn basketball? Oh, you can't even, you, Clay, you can't even put a price tag on it because of the man he is. I mean, this is as good a man as, as I know. Uh, I've never met anybody, uh, and I, I would put Pat Summit right there with Charles, but I might even put Charles a step up. A step up. He's not been affected by a success. He feels so blessed to be in the position that he is in. He treats the average person and the stranger uh, as well as he treats somebody, uh, anybody else. He takes time for people. Um, he's kind. He's very generous. He's very philanthropic. Yes, he's very opinionated. Yes, he's very entertaining. Uh, yes, he'll speak from his heart sometimes first. But I tell you what. He's a real deal, man. He's the real deal. And, and, he's, a, and he's loved and embraced this program. Um, he called me when I was a coach at Tennessee a few years before I was no longer the coach at Tennessee. He, he, just, he left me a message on my secretary's phone saying, Coach Pearl, this is Charles Barkley. You don't know me. We've never met. You don't need to call me back. But then he went on to say some things about the way my teams played and how he thought I coached. And that was it. Dude, Really? Who is this guy? And then I became his coach here at Auburn. And let me tell you something, win or lose, when I need a phone call, when I need a text, when I need some support, um, and obviously he has helped legitimize what we do. He's, he, he, he feels good about me running this basketball program. He's, he's glad that I'm his coach, and that goes a long way. Last question for you. Who's the best team in college basketball that you have seen so far this year? I saw Duke and Gonzaga out in uh, Maui, and I would say that, you know, the Zags have got a chance because they've got incredible size. They, they can play man or zone. They're tough. They're well coached. The only question is going to be having gone into the league that they were in for, you know, for the, for the winter, uh, can they come out of the, that hibernation when they have to step up in the, in, in the, the, the last couple rounds? Um, they very well could be the best team in the league, um, in the country. Um, I would then go with either somebody out of the SEC. Um, I, 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 if, Duke, if Duke gets Zion back, I'd say they, they probably uh, would be right there as well. Outstanding stuff, Coach. Be watching you in the SEC basketball tournament and then rooting for you when the NCAA tournament gets rolling. All right, well, this is the next time we come on. We're talking politics, not not basketball. Deal? <laughs> Good luck with that. That's Bruce Pearl at Coach Bruce Pearl on Twitter as he gets ready for March Madness with Auburn coming off a big win over Tennessee. His Auburn Tigers seated right around the number six spot. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, oh. 
Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!